This is Coach Chris Holtman. You're listening to Drive the Lane Podcast. All right, welcome back to Drive the Lane, the podcast about Ohio State basketball and Ohio State football. Unfortunately, it's not football season. And even more unfortunately, we do not have a ton of fantastic updates about Ohio State hoops. However, we're still going to touch on it because we always do. It's an Ohio State basketball podcast, so of course we're going to touch on it. We're going to talk all Big Ten, talk a little March Madness. You still need to be listening weekly to Drive the Lane because we're going to give you a ton of good content. Before we get to all that, all right, here's the deal. Betfred Sportsbook. We've told you all about it. We've told you about the promos. You can sign up using a link in our bio. But there's or, the link is also in our bio, but it's also in the description of the episode. However, we are going to be coming to see you in Columbus. More like I'm coming to see Joey. We're coming to see you. We're going to be in and out and around Columbus during March Madness. We're going to have you signing up for Betfred Sportsbook. If you do it in the meantime, 21 plus in Ohio, 1-800-GAMBLER if you got a gambling problem. But if you don't do it, don't worry. You'll see us. We'll give you a little gift for signing up. A little free bet, probably. No promises. We'll see. But Betfred Sportsbook. Joey, I don't think we need to touch more on Betfred because we're just going to tell everyone face-to-face. Yeah, anybody who's listening to this will see uh, at random places throughout Short North. Um, everybody's always tweeting at me, texting me, calling me, Instagram DM. Joey, where are you going to be this weekend? Where can I see you? How can I hang out with you and watch basketball with you? Well, you'll know soon where I'll be with my good friend, Andrew. Uh, actually, not friends, strictly colleagues and, and podcast partners, Andrew. Um, we will be out and about in Columbus. Um not only are we going to be watching basketball, but we'll, we will be betting on basketball and we'll be winning bets on basketball. All you'll need to do is join Betfred to do it with us, and we can't wait. Um, should be a lot of fun. I don't think, can we call it March Madness? Do we have to, like, you know, like people can't say the Super Bowl? Like, we're coming to Columbus for, for the March first, Madness. For the first two rounds of the NCAA tournament. Right, of March Madness. We're allowed to say for March Madness. That's what it's right, called. But, like, but I don't think it's going to be like a March Madness boost or anything right, like I'm that. I'm just saying like people say the big game instead of saying the Super Bowl. Yeah, but but that's when they're doing like, you know, I guess this is an ad. This is definitely an ad. But we're going to be in town for March Madness. And we're going to – you can – because they're betting on Mar- March Madness. We're not gonna I think it's March Madness. Super Bowl. The Super Bowl was weeks ago, guys. Did I say that? No, I'm just, I'm just. Oh, all right. But that's that's the deal with Betfred. Joey, I asked you a few weeks ago. Do you think we're at the point in the season where the younger guys are going to play? The Roddy Gales are going to get the minutes. A, a combination of we want to develop Roddy Gale and a combination of we want to show Roddy Gale. Transfer shouldn't even be on your mind because you're an important part of this team moving forward. I don't say that because we like think he's going to transfer just because in this day and age, you could play in four teams in four years in college. So I think it's safe to say that we're going to see the younger guys get a little more time and a little more experience moving forward. Yeah. And you saw that in the Purdue game, right? So uh, the Purdue game, a couple of days after um, we're now recording this, uh, the initial thoughts are, first of all, if you, first half, 
the, the fight was there. Purdue's a better team. They're playing at home. Mackey Arena literally is worth nine points, I would say, just about every game, um, more than any other home or arena in the in the country probably, um, besides like Duke and Kansas. But, um, yeah, I, foul trouble was insane early, right? I mean, Owen Spencer, shout out to walk-ons everywhere. Four fouls in the first half is just hilarious. I don't I, – I don't, it's unless you're tackling guys and like intentionally fouling, it's hard to have four fouls in one half if you're an individual, but I digress. The fight was there in the first half for Ohio state in that first half, the four freshmen minus bone Harmon, the four freshmen who get significant minutes. Um, they all started. And Andrew, I, I told you before we started recording, but pop quiz, see how your memory is. When was the last time four freshmen started for Ohio state? 1996. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So um, it never, it never happened with, Conley and Odin's year wasn't it Conley oh. Odin and Daquan Cook and I guess there was Titus <laughs> no it never happened that year um and uh pretty remarkable because all four dudes are worthy of starting too like it's not injuries right I mean Zed Key obviously was the injury but it they're worthy of starting they've proved that they can contribute at a really high level it's it's uh it's pretty remarkable that we have the depth to start for freshmen yet we are so severely overmatched in so many games down the stretch. Um, but those were my main takeaways is how awesome it is to start for freshmen, getting them meaningful minutes, getting them uh, big 10, big time, big 10 basketball minutes leading into next year, whether or not Bryce is on the team or not. I have a hard time imagining he will be um, those other three guys. That's significant. Like Bruce Thornton's been getting it all year, but for Roddy Gale, who we've both been on record saying like the dude deserves more minutes than he's getting. He's worthy of it. Um, whether it be primarily because of his basketball skill or also because of, Hey, let's get these guys ready for next year. He deserves it. Um, and then you got Felix Akparo who going against Zach Eady was awesome last time against Purdue. However, fast forward, second half, different story. That, that uh, Mackie magic, I guess you could say uh, came through and Purdue dominated. It's hard to win on the road. in The big 10, it's really hard to win on the road at Mackie. And it's really, really hard to win on the road at Mackie when Purdue is number three in the country. I say that because I've done it. I don't know if you know that, Andrew. I've beaten Purdue when they're in the top five on the road. Um, in order to do that, you might need a Big Ten Player of the Year, and Bryce Sensible could be next year if he comes back, but he's not right now. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just, I truthfully am very excited about the prospect of a backcourt of Roddy Gale and Bruce Thornton next year. Uh, I think that Roddy Gale will prove that he is the playmaker off the ball that he will be and can be. And he's going to guard the other team's best player, which is something that goes super unnoticed for a lot of guys. Uh, two-way guys in college basketball don't really exist, right? Like no one thinks about that. Um, but Roddy Gale can be one of the best in the conference. And Bruce Thornton, you know what you're getting from him. He's going to be a four-year star um, at Ohio State. So I digress. Um, the future is the focus, I would say. I would be very surprised if Zed – I wouldn't be surprised if Zed Key – opts to have surgery, starts the rehab sooner, um, and doesn't play the rest of the year. Uh, I know I saw Justice Suing in a walking boot on Twitter. Um, don't know what his deal is. Obviously, he's been playing. Wait, hold on. Can but, I just clar clarify something real quick? Did you please. see on Twitter that Justice Suing was in a walking boot, or did you see Justice saw, Suing in a walking I, boot, and when you saw him, he was on his phone on Twitter? I saw on Twitter a picture of justice suing in a walking boot. Okay. I saw 
on Twitter scrolling. That's what I saw. I uh, thought what you were saying is that you in person saw Justice suing in a walking boot. And when you saw him, he was on Twitter at that time. No, 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 no. Yeah, I would imagine that a lot of these guys are not on Twitter right now. <laughs> um, but um, the last thing I'll say is this is a very interesting dynamic because very rarely do you see this in college basketball, especially with the number one, the transfer portal, but number two, the COVID years, um, you know, you want to give your seniors their flowers, right. And wrap up their career the right way when they went into the year and during the year, they're your core, right. Your Sean McNeil's your Isaac Likely's, your justice suings. Those three guys started, just about every game, a lot of them, if not play starters minutes. Um, and it's their last year of college basketball. You want to make sure that they go out with a bang, right? That That's a big part of most college coaches are how can we send our seniors out the right way, regardless of how the year is going. But it's an interesting dynamic for exactly what we're talking about, because a lot of these guys deserve more minutes that are younger, right? Roddy Gale, Bruce Thornton obviously plays a ton. Um, Felix Akpara, Taylor Etzler. Bowen Hardman, whoever it is, right? They deserve Tanner Holden has another year. Guys like that um, can and should be playing more. So I'm interested to see it like that. I know that that's kind of the storyline that we're talking about here. That That's what I'm most intrigued about. For me, as a former player, these next, you know, five games, whatever they have left in the year, what am I looking for um, to, out of this team? It, it's some fight, some com- some competing no giving up like the will to win representing the name on the front of your Jersey, as well as the name on your back, because your friends and family back home don't want you to lose either. And you're representing them as well. So um, it's all very interesting, Andrew. I, I, I would like to hear your perspective as a fan, you know, what, when you watch a Missouri team play, what, what makes you proud to like be a Missouri Tiger alum, like what sort of basketball? What do you like to see on TV to make you feel proud? Uh, the first thing I'll say is for Ohio State basketball. Personally, I am definitely only watching the games at this moment because we have drive the lane. So I would not be surprised if a lot, a lot of fans are tuned out. And at the very least, I mean, I'd definitely still be tuning into the games, but like when it's 20 points, you know, 10 points, 15 points, you're, you're, you're flipping the channel. You're, you're flipping on the golf, which me and you were texting about the golf on Sunday, but love golf, you know, as a Missouri fan, you, you watch every game this year, obviously is very different, but as a Missouri fan, since I got to school, you watched every game because there was a chance to win a game that you shouldn't. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like if you're playing on the road in an sec game, really any road sec game, same with big 10, like you're playing in a game you, you shouldn't win. And then Missouri was, you know, playing Kentucky at home, you know, playing Arizona at home with Lori marketing when I was at school. So when, when I was going to games in Mizzou, you're watching the games because should win a game that you shouldn't. So it's very different than what, you know, and, and this was really, you know, the year before I got to Mizzou through, you know, this year with a year or two mixed in there where that wasn't the case, you know, the Kim Anderson Conzo Martin era was not very good basketball. Mizzou used to be great looking like we're, we're heading back to that direction, but for Ohio state fans, 
it's like, why are you watching these games? You're watching these games because you have such a strong, you know, affiliation with the team and you want to see them win. You're, you know, I've never you're watched used to, You're used to winning. Right. I'm never watching Mizzou, like, really want to see a good defensive intensity. Like, you're watching because there's a, there's a chance something special is going to happen. Sure. So I, I think for – you're going to have a hard time. You know, if, if Ohio State was trying to hit a ratings number, you're going to have a hard time convincing fans, hey, no, you should be watching because the development of Roddy Gale is going to be really exciting. Like everyone that's watching games for the rest of the season are watching because, A, they're diehard fans, B, they want to see an upset of one of these teams, or C, you know, the negative fans want to – fuel their fire if they can, which are not the fans that we necessarily want to, you know, be pandering to, but it's the first half of the Purdue game. You're, you're happy with as a fan for sure. Undermanned fighting that the big 10 player of the year, the Michigan state game, on the other hand, where it's a team that like preseason, you'd think you're beating, for sure, like those are the frustrating games. I don't think the Purdue game was really frustrating at all, honestly. Yeah, I I mean, there's yeah. frustrating moments when you're like, oh man, you know, Sean McNeil had 20 last game. Why is he, you know, not shooting as much this game? So on and so forth. But like, you know, they have the player of the year. Not only do they have the player of the year, his matchup is out. Okay. They've won one game in the past 12. You know, you're not watching that game because you think there's a chance Ohio State is as good as Purdue and can beat them. You're watching because there's a chance they can do something special on the road or because you don't have super high expectations with the result of the game. Yeah, no, no doubt. And, you know, I, I uh, it's funny, I. I asked, I asked the question and you answered it in a much different way, which is great. I, you know, I, I just know that as a fan, it, you know, I'm not saying whether or not I'm going to watch it's assuming you're watching. And I was using Mizzou as an example, because you get excited to watch those games because they're a good team. That's going to play in March madness and fingers crossed. And, and Oh, blah, you blah, meant blah. this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> so I, I, what I meant was, you know, Hey, I like watching Ohio state basketball because and especially Chris Holtman's teams usually because they play really really hard and they play fast on offense and recently they've scored a lot of points which is which is great but mostly as a as not as a fan but as a former player what I am proud of to be a Buckeye and a former player is when the team is tougher and plays harder and is diving on loose balls and whether you win or lose honestly you'll be frustrated maybe but you also are you know you love the fact that the guys are competing and you can be proud of that and so that's moving you know it's it's a frustrating time and i'm not and i'm not telling you to watch the games or to not watch the games or whatever but the bottom line is you can still be proud of a team in a losing effort and i'm hoping that they because they haven't they haven't done that a lot they've done it for stretches they've done it for halves they haven't put a whole game together where i leave and i'm like you know what moral victory right for moral victory in a loss season that was a a good loss or i'm or i'm proud of those guys it's it's always like man i don't want to tweet about ohio state basketball because like people are going to dog me because i'm embarrassed which is not fun and not fair honestly but what it is 
if there were to be a, a moral victory the rest of the season in a loss, um, because honestly, any win's going to be a, a moral victory. But if there were, and, and normally it's not, normally it's just a regular victory. But if there was going to be a, a moral victory in a loss this year, I think it's going to be a game where Felix, Akpara, or Roddy Gale plays really, 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 really well in a loss. Like Roddy Gale explodes for, for 18 and, and, or 20, you know, and you're like, all right, now we got a little bit of something, something here, something exciting. I can't see like a, a moral victory in the big 10 tournament where you don't like the seniors last games. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that would be tough. Um, Also your, your, your question about Mizzou, like they don't have an identity. This is year one of of gates like they're score they're scoring at a high level in general well yeah yeah i mean like as a fan you you know like watching the bulls right each game doesn't really matter right it doesn't like it's just it's the regular season nba it just doesn't matter which is how i how i'd like to frame kind of the thought and it's like you know you watch the bulls because demar Derozan is awesome right you watch the bulls because you know, they, they, they are a high scoring team and the basketball is, is very fun at the highest level. They might not play great defense, but you know, it's just entertaining, right? That's, that's what I'm just getting at. So I don't know. I'm just, uh, just, just curious. Cause you know, I, as a former player, I, I, I feel like I view it a little bit differently where it's like someone might be mad that the other team scored where I'm more mad that a guy didn't try and take a charge, you know, something like that. Right. So it's just interesting. Um, I uh, I think there is uh, a lot to be excited about in the future of Ohio State basketball. I just um, don't know what that looks like yet. So uh, hopefully we get some momentum going into next year and specifically individual momentum for the guys that we talked about. Agree. Um, you want to hear some breaking news? Yes. That we can transition us into the next uh, our next topic somehow. You, you can help figure that out. I'll spin breaking, it. Breaking news. Our good friend Mark Titus has joined Barstool Sports. Really? Yeah, you're not a fan. Without Tate. Without Tate. According to where Twitter? I just got sent a bunch of mess, bunch of texts. According to Adam Robbins, if he's listening, here we go. Barstool Sports on Instagram. Welcome to Barstool Sports, Mark Titus. Yeah, I'm seeing that post now, too. I wonder wonder if Titus and Tate is done. No way, right? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's such a great get for them because they have no college basketball. I mean, Reeves, but he's not a... (laughs) I mean, sorry. I'm watching the video on Frank the Tank is making fun of Titus. (laughs) I mean, you got to think some of their other current content may get uh, may get well, docked. I would, listen, I would listen to a Titus and Jake Marsh college basketball show. I I I can't imagine that. that whatever. We'll, we'll, yeah, there's we'll, no way uh, Titus and Tate. No way Titus and Tate stop talking about the big time like we're about to start talk about the big time. Right. Good spin. Good spin. So. Stop me when I read a team that's not a lock 
for the Big Ten tournament, or for well, everyone's They're all locked the tournament. Stop me when you hear a team that's not a okay, lock on, for March on, Madness. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just pull up lock. Like if you think, hold on. No. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I'll just go off. Yeah. I'm listening. Listening um, and gazing off into the distance at the same time, thinking. Okay. Purdue. Lock. Northwest. Northwestern. Don't say lock if it's a lock. <laughs> just stop me. <laughs> Starting over. <laughs> Purdue. Lock. Oh, Northwestern. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to start over real quick. Yeah, start over. Sorry. My bad. All right. Purdue. I say lock. <laughs> Northwestern. Indiana. Illinois, Maryland, Iowa. I think they're locked in there. Rutgers. Iowa's one of the hottest teams in in the Big Ten, by the way. Yeah, and also I think if Illinois lost out, maybe they wouldn't be in. But a lot of this is like assuming – they, have Assuming some really good yeah. they also lost to Mizzou by 30, which is a great loss. Moral, vic- moral victory. It's a great loss. Um, one, one loss. Rutgers. Yeah, they're in. Michigan. I don't, I don't, they're below a lock. They're they're. I don't think they're, they're on the wrong side of the bubble. Like, you know, there's a, there's locks, bubble teams, and then the other side of the bubble. And I think Michigan is, on that other side, in addition to another team you're about to name, Michigan State. Oh, they're no Michigan State's locked. They're locked in. I'm just going down the Big Ten standings. I actually don't know why Michigan State is locked in, but I think they're locked in. Penn State, definitely not a lock, but I think they should be in. Lenardi has them as next four out. Okay, I, I should Wisconsin. I shouldn't say I think they should be in. I think they will be in, is what I... Wisconsin, Lenardi has them last four in. Interesting. I could... I think I think one of those two teams will make it. One of them will not. I don't think Wisconsin or Penn State is in, truthfully, right now. I... What do I so, know? I mean, I'm not a bracketologist. Lenardi knows. So, that would be... Let's say one of Wisconsin or Penn State. That would be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So, that would be nine with Michigan and the other of Wisconsin or Penn state on the outside looking in based on what you're saying right now, which I think I, I would agree with, but then you get the, then you get the bracket busters and the bubble busters. I've mentioned this before the Cincinnati's that win their, their conference tournaments where you get dwindled and dwindled down. Um, I want to play a different game. Yeah, come on. I'm all about similar, game. similar, similar game. Yeah, yeah. Stop me when you think this team cannot win the Big Ten tournament. Okay. Purdue, Northwestern, Indiana, Illinois, Maryland. They can't no. win. Okay. But could, t- could Iowa win? Yeah. Rutgers. Definitely. Michigan, they could. Sure. Michigan State? No. Penn State? I don't think so. Actually, Michigan State, I think, can because their guards are so good. But, but yeah, Penn State cannot. Wisconsin? No. 
Nebraska can't. I I think Ohio State has a better chance of some of those teams. <laughs> huh. Huh. I I I would I would hit the uh, the unlikely button on Ohio State, and Who? then I would hit. If sorry, if I Ohio- mean Nebraska, Nebraska has four more Big Ten wins than Ohio State. That's crazy. Who, who, um, who does Ohio State play in the first game on that Wednesday night right now? Is that Penn State? Well, no, it's Wisconsin because they would. No, it's oh. it's it's Nebraska. It's Nebraska. Great, because They're the two the, the middle the middle of the bottom four would play right. Correct. Right well, now, right now, Penn State, Wisconsin, Nebraska all have the same number of wins i have one more question for you yeah please what is worse ohio state i don't like this game already no no no. ohio state being three and 13 in the big 10 or minnesota being one and 14 in the big 10 but the one is ohio state i mean it's worse that ohio state is three and 13 that's worse I think, I think <laughs> three I and 13, three and 13. If they were, if they, well, you're saying what, like they're, they're 10 and 10. It finished the year. What if they were set? What if they were seven and nine, but they beat Minnesota and they were outside looking in, they were the outside looking in. <laughs> what's the dip? What's the difference? Right. Exactly. So I think the wor- the worst thing. No. <laughs> Three and thirteen, bro. We're yeah, three and thirteen that. is worse. Um, oh I I still am sticking to my the team. So Purdue's winning the regular season. A different team's going to get furthest in March. Different team's going to win the Big Ten tournament. I have not decided who's going to win the Big Ten tournament. I think it's going to be the team that is opposite Purdue. So either the the three or the four seed. Sorry, the two or the three seed, but I don't think the team that beats Purdue is going to win the championship. I think Purdue loses in the semis of the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, interesting. I think I God, it pains me to say this, but I think Indiana is the best team in the Big Ten right now. I think they're only going to get better when Xavier Johnson comes back too. Um, they have the only thing that they're missing is shooting, and they kind of have been getting that recently with Miller cop and they'll get more of it with Xavier Johnson and hood Shafino plays off the ball a little bit more. Tamar Bates has been great. I, I think that Indiana and Tr- trace Jackson Davis is the best player in the big 10. Zach Eady is the most dominant, but trace like he's third nationally in blocks. He's averaging like 22 and like 15, the last few games. Like he's, he's made me such a big believer in him because I was not before, uh, which has been, um, talked about on this show. Um, so it's interesting. I think Indiana is the best team. We'll see. I, uh, it'll be uh it'll be a very interesting uh, last few weeks of the season. Uh, I think teams like Nebraska are playing unbelievable basketball right now. Uh, Rutgers is going so far under the radar because they're losing to teams like Nebraska, but I think that they are so old and are built to win in March because of how good they are on defense. Um, it's just a, it's, it's a very interesting time. Uh, for basketball in general and it's the best time of the year so it's all exciting stuff we we shall see i i I do think that 
Northwestern is really stinking good. Like they have the best guards in the Big Ten and they're the best defensive team, maybe besides Rutgers. But I worry about them not being there before. I do think the Big Ten is like super overrated, which is hilarious. Um, it's been very, uh, very talked about that. Wait, uh, where do you worry about them not being there before? Big Ten tournament or March Madness? Just winning important games in general. They've because done it. They've done it at home and they've proven to do it, and it's all great. But like, what's a bigger game? The Big Ten tournament and the and the what's, NCAA tournament. What's a bigger game? Michigan in the quarterfinals of the Big Ten tournament or Purdue at home in the regular season? Uh, when you're already locked for the tournament. I don't know. I mean, that game again in the Big Ten tournament, the stage is bigger. That's just the truth of the matter. The stage is bigger. Whether it's a bigger game, I don't know. I mean, like, is if you're playing Purdue at home and you're fighting for seeding and and you're trying to win a Big Ten championship and you're trying to be a four seed instead of a six seed, like then that game probably matters. But the Big Ten tournament is a bigger stage. The lights are brighter. The games, whether you like it or not are more meaningful to some extent. So that's interesting though. I do Northwestern is, is a very interesting case. I do think their guards are so they're such veterans, but it's just like, man, like they've, yeah. All right. Interesting. Last question for you without looking at the games, without seeing who's home or away, and you may have it memorized. Ohio state has four games left record the last four games. They better win one. They're gonna. I think, I think two and two. I think they beat. I think they win their two last two home games. I do. They have three home games. I think. Sorry, two of their last three home games. I think they beat Indiana. Captain's night. Need it or Illinois? Sorry, Illinois. Um, and Maryland at home is super winnable, which is the last game before the Big Ten tournament. So. No, they play at uh, Michigan State on the fourth. Yeah, that's just that's a loss. That's, but that's a that's a you could stop Michigan State from making the tournament, which is exciting. Spoiler. Yeah. All right. Any anything else? I got nothing else for you, Andrew. You got anything for me? Let's see the score of the Mizzou game. They're, um, they're on a I losing. Thought I, had, I thought I had Sule Boom to score over 16 and a half points. I actually have him to score 15 and Xavier to win. That's the bet I took. They're down one with 36 seconds left, but he has 17. So, I, you know, obviously they need to win for my bet, but what I could have taken should have won. What's the score? They just call it a timeout, a really good timeout, actually, because who is the arrow? Oh, Villanova's got the arrow. Okay, we should not do this. <laughs> Tigers, Tigers with 10 minutes left, 11 minutes left, are down 44-42 at home against Mississippi State. That's a must win. That's a must win because they've also not won since we talked all about them last week, which is great. Um, buckle up. Drive the lane. If you don't add a goddamn go Tigers at the end of this, the show is over. Go Buckeyes. Please win for the captains. Um, obviously, beat Penn State. That's important. Please win on the captain's night. That would be a big deal to everybody. And go Tigers. Same thing.
my basement I'm anxious in the real world It's time for me to say this The basics, the talent in my mind I can't waste it My life is too safe It's my time for it's taking I'm baking my mind Every day it's the same ish Lazy, my grind needs to get a new facelift Coming from the underground And busting through the pavement Rock with it Cause I'm swiping all their biddies while they swiping right on Bumble And your girl, he calls me daddy, but she only 